0: locked on bruins your daily podcast on the boston bruins part of the locked on podcast network your team every day what is up bruins fans and welcome back to the locked on boston bruins podcast I'm your host Ian McLaren and this is a daily show where we discuss all things spoke to be as well as take a look around the NHL and oh my things are getting interesting for the black and gold uh, with respect to free agency and some cleared cap space we'll get into that in a moment before we do quick reminder that the On network also has a NHL show so you can get all the latest news from around the league with the help of our local experts Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts. Also, a quick reminder, speaking of subscribing to podcasts, to please smash the download button on your favorite app, or your subscribe button first, actually. Uh, Each new episode will be automatically added to your feed for you to download, listen, and enjoy. If you could also rate and review, that would be so very much appreciated. Uh, We will be going down to three episodes a week for the month of August, at least, and uh, you can stay up on all the latest Bruins news by subscribing and uh, getting each new episode right to your mobile device or or your laptop. Uh, That would be greatly appreciated. The podcast is also on Twitter, where I get to post some hockey tweets and uh, breaking news videos. So, in the event the Bruins do sign a big name free agent or make a trade, uh, follow at LO Boston Bruins to get the latest there. Uh, you can also follow on Instagram at Lockdown Bruins, and you can find me, my dad jokes, and hockey tweets at Ian C. McLaren. So, Monday at 5 p.m. Eastern was the deadline for teams to uh, submit or submit qualifying offers to their restricted free agents. Back on uh, Thursday, I believe, General Manager Don Sweeney said that he was going to qualify each of Nick Ritchie, Andre Kasha, and Zach Sinishin. On Monday, it was announced that they had extended an offer to Callum Booth, the goaltender, to give the team some depth, as well as Zach Sinishin, But the Bruins did not extend qualifying offers to Andre Kasha, Nick Ritchie, or Robert Lantosi. They did announce a one-year, two-way contract for defenseman Nick Wolf at a cap hit of $750,000 at the NHL level. But of course, the big news here is Ritchie and Kasha can both become unrestricted free agents uh, tomorrow when the NHL's free agent period uh, begins. Ritchie, of course, was acquired for Danton Heinen, who was also not qualified by the Anaheim Ducks. Uh, he earned $2 million in salary in 2020-2021. Had he been qualified, he would have been eligible for arbitration. And while talks may not have proceeded to a hearing, the threat of arbitration uh, gave uh, Ritchie and his agent, Pat Morris, very strong negotiating position. Richie scored 15 goals and added 11 assists, and he very easily could have, you know, added one, two million dollars to his salary. And the Bruins uh, felt that was too rich for their taste. Now, it's possible that both sides could negotiate a new deal. Uh, Richie was a decent fit as the number two left wing before Taylor Hall's arrival, although he did. Uh, experience a decrease in production as the season went on a lot of his production came on the power play early on Uh, he went quiet down the stretch and in the playoffs and he was on the fourth line to end the season Uh, he was more comfortable with the Bruins on and off the ice this season but um, you know again the Bruins want to pay three to four million dollars for him no and that is largely due to the fact that Jake DeBrusque remains on the roster and they've already committed $6 million to Taylor Hall. After signing Trent Frederick a few weeks ago to uh, $1.05 million, there's a bit of a glut on the left side at the moment. If you look at the depth chart, there's Marchand, Hall, and then DeBrusque and Frederick fighting for you know third, fourth line duties. DeBrusque does have a year remaining on his contract before he... Uh, is once again a restricted free agent and barring a trade. And if the Bruins can't reach an agreement with Nick Ritchie, then it looks like he will indeed be back, settled into a third-line role for the Boston Bruins, which, which is fine. I, I wasn't convinced that it was the right time to sell on DeBrusque. Anyways, bring him back, put him in a position to succeed, revisit things next summer, and possibly uh, look to trade him if if you don't think he is a long-term fit. Andre Kasha, of course, a very talented winger who looked good in the Bruins' uniform when he was healthy, and that is the key. His concussion history um, was not worth the risk for the Bruins to qualify him. Again, they could revisit things with Kasha, maybe offer him a, a low base salary with Many opportunities for bonuses uh, on a kind of a, a show-me deal uh, here for the next season. Uh, again, if he's healthy, he could be a great fit on the second or third line. But um, it's difficult to know if he'll even be able to play again, quite frankly. Uh, at full health, he was projected as the number two right winger. He was acquired uh, from the Ducks shortly before the Nick Ritchie-Danton Heinen trade for a 2020 first-rounder, David Backus, and prospect defenseman Axel Anderson. That first-round pick was used to select another right-winger, Jacob Perreault, who uh, did play in the AHL season, three goals, 14 assists for 17 total points. Uh, He's a very talented winger. You know, you can debate the merits of that trade, but they did get rid of the back his contract and you know here we are now with Heinen not qualified Richie and Kasha not qualified and um, the Bruins are kind of yeah I don't know exactly what they are doing to be honest they could be uh, severing ties to show that they're not willing to give these guys the money that they would have gotten with their qualifying offers with this more which is more than fair Uh, Perhaps they're going to revisit both, seeing as there's some familiarity on both sides. Maybe offer Richie a little uh, bit less than what he might have gotten in arbitration to see if he'd be willing to take it, because he did find a home in Boston. Maybe offer Kasha a small bonus-laden deal. Or maybe they want to clear some cap space in order to get creative In free agency and on the trade market by clearing off these contracts, they now have about $20 million in cap space uh, heading into Wednesday's free agent period. So the Bruins certainly have room to add uh, what they are able to do or what they choose to do. Uh, If it's the best use of their resources, well, that remains to be seen, and we'll talk about their options here in a moment. But before we do, let's talk about Rock Auto, Uh, a family-owned business. They've been serving auto parts customers online for about 20 years. With the ever-increasing number of makes and models, it's basically impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questions? and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing only the brands their warehouse happens to carry. You have a computer, you can look things up on your own and save money at the same time, which is key. Their prices are always reliably low for every customer and they have everything you could possibly need from brake parts to motor oil and new carpet. Go explore their easy to use website today and find the solution to your auto parts needs. Please remember to write Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. All right, so the Bruins have uh, some cap space to spend. They also have some clear needs on defense, more specifically. And one of their potential options seems to be uh, off Not off the market, but not coming to Boston, and that is uh, Ryan Souter. Apparently, uh, a source familiar with the situation indicated the fit was not right between Souter and the Bruins. This, according to Fluto Shinzawa of The Athletic. Uh, He writes It's unclear whether Souter informed the Bruins they were out or whether the team stepped back because of age and contract concerns. Michael Russo of The Athletic said Suter is likely to land a four-year deal, which is very long for a guy who's 36, soon to be 37. Uh, Also, Alec Martinez is close to signing a three-year contract with the Vegas Golden Knights. So those are two names that are off the table, as well as Jamie Oleksiak, who signed with the Seattle Kraken. So fewer options for the Bruins than they would have preferred Uh, Heading into tomorrow's free agent period. They're definitely looking for help on the left side with uh, Jeremy Lozon gone and um, Yeah, Suter would have been uh, a pretty good Solution to fill that hole, but preferably on kind of a two-year deal Maybe one-year deal if that other options Shinzawa offers include Nate Schmidt, who's likely on the move from Vancouver, following the Canucks acquisition of Oliver Ekman-Larsen. Of course, there's Mike Riley, who could be re-signed. And there are players like Derek Forbort, who Elliot Friedman of Sportsnet predicted uh, the Bruins would sign. Uh, There's Ben Hutton, Dmitry Kulikov, and Jake McCabe, who I think would be a great fit uh, from the... Uh, Buffalo Sabres he's a 27 year old he did suffer a season-ending knee injury last February but had he been healthy he would have been uh, ranked a lot higher when it comes to free agency because he is uh, a very capable uh, defenseman for sure there's also Keith Yandel who's the local guy Uh, he's talented offensive defenseman could help on the power play but the biggest need especially with Kevin Miller retiring, is a rugged two-way D-man who could handle big minutes in the top four. Uh, So even if they went for Yandel, he'd be more of a a third-pair kind of power play guy, uh, and they'd still need to find that more defensive-minded player, preferably with size. So that's kind of the situation at the moment with respect to the Bruins and defense specifically. There was another report that bubbled up on monday suggesting the bruins were interested or are interested in uh, ducks unrestricted free agent ryan getzlaf getzlaf of course is a very decorated uh, center who's had a yeah probably hall of fame career with the anaheim ducks he won a cup in 2007 Uh, he's recorded 982 points in 1101 games but his game has certainly tailed off in recent years he went from 73 points in 2016 2017 to uh, 42 points in 69 games in 2019 20 only 17 points in 48 games this past season so his best days are clearly behind him he's 36 uh just turned 36 and you know i could see them pursuing getzlaff as maybe a Uh, a third-line or fourth-line center, a depth player. But if they're looking at him to fill a potential hole left by David Krejci, that's, uh, that's really not going to cut it at all. I should mention the Bruins did pull off a trade on Monday, acquiring James Greenway from the Toronto Maple Leafs for future considerations. He was drafted in the third round of the 2016 draft, And he most recently played at the University of Maine, recording two goals and three assists in 14 games this past season. Uh, I guess the Bruins were pretty high on him and wanted to yeah, bring him into the fold. And we'll see if there's any uh, potential there. Uh, Very minor deal, of course, but uh, something worth noting depth-wise for sure. So the Bruins, again, clearing some space by not qualifying Nick Ritchie and Andre Kasha, as well as uh, Robert Lantosi. He was not given a qualifying offer. They now have upwards of $20 million in cap space, and we shall see what exactly they are going to do with it by way of free agency and or trades. It's going to be a very interesting offseason, and the Bruins certainly have uh, perhaps more holes in the lineup than than we thought they might have at this point. Right now, the the top line remains intact. Uh, You have Taylor Hall back in the mix, but then uh, some uncertainty as to who will play second-line center at the moment. Uh, There's Craig Smith for the right side. On the third line, you have... Presumably Jake DeBrusque, Charlie Coyle, and then some question marks on the right side there. Do you put a Carson Kuhlman, give him a shot, Zach Sinition, give him a shot, uh, or do you bring in some help there? Do you sign Andre Kosha and hope he's healthy and give him a chance on the right side? And then on the fourth line, there is uh, Trent Frederick, who's re signed, Curtis Lazar, and Chris Wagner. Uh, so definitely a couple holes there up front. And then on the defense, you have McAvoy, Carlo Grislyk, uh Clifton in the mix. And then some real question marks there. Do you go with Jacobs Borl again? Do you try to bring Mike Riley back? Is John Moore healthy? Can he contribute? Uh, definitely some reinforcements needed on the blue line. And then the goalie situation. Do they bring in a veteran to spot uh, Ladar or Swayman, until Tukorask is healthy, do they re-sign Tukarask? Uh what's, what's going on there? We don't know. So there's quite a bit the Bruins have to address here in the offseason. Uh, the big thing was getting uh, Taylor Hall re-signed. That's been taken care of. Uh, if that had gone south, then uh, it would be a very different story. But uh, with him in the mix, it gives prospective free agents uh, some real proof that the Bruins are going for it here, at least over the next couple of seasons. And uh, that, you know, if you want a chance to win a cup, perhaps later in your career or to improve your your station, your confidence in the way that Taylor Hall did, then Boston certainly is a good landing spot. Uh, so yeah, that's kind of the situation at the moment. Again, it's kind of surprising that that Richie and Kasha weren't qualified Richie more so than Kasha, just because he did fit in so well last season and he did produce uh, at, you know, career high levels. But uh, the fact is the Bruins didn't want to risk going to arbitration and, uh, you know, being stuck with an exorbitant contract, although they could have walked away from it at that point. Uh, And again, maybe they're hoping to revisit things with him and uh, see if there's a fit but at the moment, again, there's a, a bit more of a need on the the right side than the left side. Uh, begs the question as to why they didn't try to trade uh, Richie uh, or DeBrusque to you know spread out the uh, the depth chart a little bit. But but here we are, and uh, again, we'll see what happens here in the next couple of days. Uh, Danton Heinen will be a, a uh, unrestricted free agent, do they, do they talk to him and try to bring him and get Slaff in because there's some familiarity there? Uh, who knows, but uh, it's definitely going to be interesting. Before we move on to some news and notes from around the NHL, a word about Bet Online: the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Right now, it's pretty much just baseball on the go, but you can get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, And uh, UFC, don't sit on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their next contests. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit by using promo code LOCKEDON at BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Now, uh, full disclosure, I'm recording this on Monday evening and chances are by the time this arrives in your feed... Early tomorrow morning, there will be so many things that have changed, so many rumors and reports out there, so I don't uh, want to give too much away or, or get too deep into it, because who knows exactly what uh, what could change between now and then. I did want to mention that uh, I talked about the Montreal Canadiens yesterday and the Logan Mailloux situation. Uh, there's a, a report, a rumor coming out of Montreal, suggesting that they are going to revisit uh, Tony D'Angelo uh, apparently rumors or reports linking him to the Canadians have intensified interesting to note his junior coach with the Windsor Spitfires was uh, Trevor Latowski and he's now an assistant coach with the Montreal Canadians so perhaps there's a, a sense that he could be reined in or it's a reclamation project still a very bad look and it would give us Uh, more reason to, uh, yeah, just deride the Canadians, which (laughs) uh, a couple weeks uh, aside here, this past playoff run, uh, I'm all for it, to be honest. Uh, So yeah, I don't want to get too deep into rumors and reports. Another guy that wasn't qualified that I would like to see the Bruins uh, pursue is Pius Suter, uh, not only because uh, he's a Guelph Storm player, but also because he's a very talented uh, guy who is overlooked early in his career, and really uh, shown as a rookie for the Blackhawks this past season. Pretty crazy that he wasn't uh, qualified. Uh, there's also some rumors heating up that uh, Tyler Bertuzzi and the Detroit Red Wings uh, may be nearing a separation, and that is another guy that I would really like the Bruins to take a look at because of his time here in Guelph, but also because of the fact that he is a kind of a Brad Marchand light who would really fit in well with the black and gold. Again, perhaps the Bruins decided not to qualify Richie and Kasha to open up space for some flexibility once free agency opens on Wednesday. Uh, Blake Coleman's going to be an unrestricted free agent. There's going to be lots of guys available that weren't qualified. And uh, I guess maybe tomorrow. Can kind of look at a more full list of guys that uh, the Bruins could pursue in free agency. In the meantime, do keep it locked to at LO Boston Bruins, to at ENC McLaren. I'll be sure to share out any breaking news there, and if there's anything major, uh, you can expect a, a quick reaction video from me up there as well. As to what else is up these days, well, Uh, My wife and I have been watching Dave. Uh, It's my second time going through it over the last few weeks. I've also been watching uh, Kevin Can Bleep Himself on uh, AMC starring Annie Murphy, who is uh, on Schitt's Creek as Alexis. Uh, A pretty good show there uh, with some interesting Boston sports ties. Uh, There's uh, some Bruins and Patriots references. Brian Scalabrini makes an appearance. Sean Avery makes an appearance. Uh, So that's well worth watching. We've also been watching White Lotus on HBO Max, uh, which is eh, pretty good so far. I'm interested to see where that goes. Uh, Otherwise, I've been reading uh, a historical fiction novel called New York by Edward Rutherford, kind of looking at the uh, history of uh, the American colonies from a New York perspective. Some Boston stuff in there as well. And uh, I'm looking forward to a new Need to Breathe album that's coming in up on Friday Uh, really enjoying the new John Mayer I really like Need to Breathe they're coming up with a new album uh, here on Friday so I'm looking forward to that and tomorrow or today I should say here on Tuesday I'm gonna be uh, hanging out with a friend of the pod mayor and maybe we will be able to record a little bit for uh, tomorrow's episode so yeah that's it for now again the big news in Bruins land Richie Kasha not qualified and a small trade with the Toronto Maple Leafs, and really sets the table for an exciting rest of the week and some potential, yeah, big-time movement with respect to the Bruins roster that will have a different look this coming season for sure. Hope you're all having a great week so far. We'll be back tomorrow to tee up free agency, to react to free agency. I'm not sure if I'll post one in the morning or wait till things have happened or both but uh yeah you can expect all the relevant coverage here on locked on boston bruins part of the locked on podcast network hit that subscribe button and never miss a thing later friends